I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about invisible loyalties. What an interesting sounding subject, right? And it is a very interesting subject. And, you know, we're always looking at really deep reasons why relationships don't work, why they fall apart. And one of the things that we explore is how the family of origin has a big impact on us, whether you realize it or not. Your ex and the people that you date aren't like these isolated people living on an island alone. No. They have a family. They have relationships with their family members. They have past issues with those family members that haven't been resolved. They have current issues with those family members that haven't been resolved. So we all bring our little bag of invisible loyalties That's right. to the relationship. And you would be surprised how family that looks like they, quote unquote, they loved me. They love me. I hear it all day long. So do I. They love me. Yeah, they do. But, as you're about to hear, there's a reason why they don't love you as much as they acted like they did or you thought they did. Right. You want to show the cover? This is a book uh, that was written, again, and I'm into family systems therapy, when family systems therapy was the in thing. And it's a brilliant book. It's called Invisible Loyalties. Invisible Loyalties. I don't think you can see the cover, but it's wonderful. And it has a spider web on it. And it has great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents, you, family of origin. Mm -hmm. So what it's saying is all of these generations are tied together right. by a system of loyalties that are not all that obviously. Obviously. Yeah. And we carry loyalties to our family of origin that we may or may not be conscious of, but can, can affect our behavior in being with a partner. Yes. And I've talked about this a little bit here and there about yes. the Applebee's girl the situation. Applebee's girl, yes. That, you know, everybody in the family kind of felt like an outsider if you weren't her, the, the girl that I dated, the mother, the sister, or the brother, the four of them, and to some extent, the the daughter, her daughter, who I was very attached to, I've talked about. That was the circle. Right. The spouse of the mom, the spouse of the sister, me, outsiders. Absolutely. And we all felt that way. And it even came up that the Applebee's girl, I remember getting frustrated and upset saying to me, don't tell me that. That's what her ex had complained about to her all the time, that, that it was true. And so hearing another person confirm it, she didn't like hearing it because it, right. it, it was true. Yeah, so all of you were outside that inner circle. Yeah. Absolutely, that's what we're talking about. And, there and was, they loved me. Yeah, they loved you, they said. <laughs> sure. 
And, and I'm other, sure they did in a lot of ways. Sure. And I think it's genuine, and that's why it's so confusing. Yeah. Um, but you said something else about a client who told you she could not have a relationship because her mother said it would ruin the family. Mm -hmm. Remember that one? Vaguely. That was somewhat recent. And most families are not that upfront about it. But she was basically saying, if you get in a relationship and leave us, you will ruin the family. Okay, you're talking about the one we filmed a couple weeks yes. ago. That's right. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Yes, okay. I, and the mother was like living upstairs right. or downstairs. Yeah, the they two. were living in the yeah. same house. And the daughter could not get away from the guilt trips and whatever else she was dealing with. Yeah. So invisible loyalties are just that. They're invisible until you start to think about them. And where I started was when I suggest that a partner's family of origin may have sabotaged a current relationship or wants to or is in the process, I am met with incredulity. They don't believe me, but the family loves me. They may love you, as Craig just said, mm -hmm. but there's a, there's a built-in tug of war. I mean, like for my situation, right? right. The Applebee's girl. Mm -hmm. Let's give a real example. How could they not love a guy that treated her daughter and and the granddaughter better than her own than father did? Yeah, right. That I treated her daughter a million times better than the, the father did. He was absent. He wouldn't give child support when he, he did it. Immature. He was immature. He was self... And I was wonderful to her daughter, as you can imagine. Like, I always was there for her and, and sweet. And you know what I mean? So... How could they not love somebody who would be so good to their daughter? They wouldn't let her have that, would they? I don't know. I think that there was some uh, sabotage there. I think so, too. Um, okay. So there's an innate tug of war. And when we grow up, if we grow up healthy enough to want to separate and go out on our own, our parents feel it as a loss. Mm -hmm. And somewhere in their souls, they always resent it just a little. Right. I used to, when I was first in social work and I was doing home visits, I would sometimes go to three decker homes and they would have the grandparents on top and then a generation there and then the, and then the cousins of, of other siblings and so forth. Nobody could separate to save themselves. Okay. Mm -hmm. They were all there, not becoming individuated and their own people. Okay. They all went to the same church, cheered for the same sports teams, etc. Okay, mm -hmm. um, so there's always a tug of war if you want to take a child away from a family. All right, so I met with incredulity. They love me. My usual response has been they may very well love you, mm -hmm. but you could take their person away or become his or her first priority. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, once you make a real commitment to a spouse or a partner, it is experienced by the family of origin as a loss, mm -hmm. okay? And I think we tend to forget that. Even though the parent has said to you, you're the best thing that ever happened to him or her. Yeah. Okay? As long as she stays here and you come to visit and have tea with me. And as long as we're still the priority and you're That's not. That's right, and you're not, yep. So let's think in terms of a three-generation model. So we've got grandparents, parents, and you and your partner, okay? We are all influenced by our parents' relationship with their parents. Sure. Okay? And our but parents... But we don't think about that. No. Um, but when you look at your own parents, you can think about what you know about their growing up, and it will tell you a volume mm -hmm. about how they turned out. Um, 
So we're all influenced by our parents' relationship with their parents and our parents' relationship with us. Mm -hmm. So the minute you really get serious with somebody, you're dealing with a whole crowd here. You just don't know it. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, the book argues that there is a system of owing our parents and or grandparents for caring for us and a fierce loyalty to them whether they have been good parents or not good parents, mm -hmm. okay? And I started out working in child welfare and I would see children who had been abused who had an incredible bond and loyalty to their parents whether they were good parents or not. So we're yeah. loyal people, we're yeah. loyal things. The book is called Invisible Loyalties, we said that. Um, and it's called Invisible because none of this is obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, if my partner's family loves me, why would they sabotage the relationship? It doesn't make sense. What you need to remind them, they can love you at the same time they're sabotaging the relationship. And I just talked to somebody who was in absolutely in that situation. Um, the mother-in-law, the mother -in -law, I don't think they were married, the, 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 the guy's mother, um, was being wonderful to her and at the same time pulling her son back mm -hmm. from the relationship. And it's terribly confusing mm -hmm. uh, because you feel the sincerity coming from them, and I think that's real. Um, but, you know, people can feel two ways at the same time. They can sincerely love you, but still want to keep control of their child. Mm -hmm. All right? Initially, the mother gives, all of our mothers give, incomparably more love to us, to the baby. However, the baby is expected to mortgage his or her loyalty as a long-term investment into the commitment system, okay? So there's a huge imbalance in the beginning of our lives when the adults give us all this love and attention and feed us and change us and do all of those things. And we can't do anything back. Mm -hmm. But what this is pointing out is that some parents feel that they are owed, okay? Because they did that for you. Yeah. Um, okay. The parent gets certain types of psychological returns on his emotional investment from the growing child. But under normal circumstances, these returns are psychological and a very long time coming. It's a long time before the child can pay, pay back, mm -hmm. right? So here is a letter written by a mother on the eve of her daughter's wedding. Oh, geez. It illustrates some of the raw emotions arise aroused by the impact of the daughter's marriage on the loyalty system. Oh no. Okay. I could already, I could already hear the drama coming. You know is this it, isn't is it good. bad? It's bad. Oh jeez. So, I, could, I could sense it. So the mother writes a letter to the groom, to the guy she's going to marry the night before um, <clears throat> their wedding. Dear whatever his name was. Mildred will call the daughter. Mildred has been a thorn in my side ever since she was born. Oh. So I'm not going to miss her. The sooner some unsuspecting dope takes her off my hands, the better. Right? I'll sing, oh my gosh. I'll sing and shout and not be sad, believe me. The other day, Mildred, being a smart aleck, told me that she had nothing to be grateful to me for or to thank me for. That sounds appropriate. Yes, it, yeah, we can believe that already. Yes. My having a family was like putting money in the bank, not financially, but figuratively speaking. Mm -hmm. I am now beginning to collect my dividends or interest on my deposit because my son, Joe, has a family and is giving me grandchildren. Oh, jeez. 
Besides respect, grandchildren is all I expect from any of my children. Mom has just called the groom an unsuspecting dope. He may not be really happy to see her the next day at the wedding. Um, now, is mom happy for her daughter? No. She can only think about what it will mean for her to get payback, it sounds like, on the back of the, of the grandchildren, mm -hmm. okay? With whom she'll undoubtedly in interfere. Yeah, of course. Does mom sound loving? No. No. She doesn't mention love anywhere, and we're talking about a wedding and grandchildren here. The tragedy of this parent on the eve of her daughter's marriage is that the event is experienced as treason instead of being considered as evidence of a successful growing up, which she could take credit for. You could say, see, I raised my daughter to whatever age she is, and now she's marrying this nice guy, and I can feel really good about that. No, you're leaving, and you owe me. Okay? Yeah. Now, here it is in really stark terms. I'm surprised the letter wasn't a lot longer, to be honest. Well, it may have been. I think this is part, the only part that they quoted okay. in the book. Um, <laughs> that felt like uh, paragraph one of 97 yeah, yeah, right. Oh, you know she paragraphs. went on further, don't you? Um, of, oh, how, of how, now, her parents may have been exactly the same way. Yeah. Okay? Um, she does say in there somewhere, in a little more of the letter that I didn't record here, that her husband didn't want children and she had to fight to have them. Mm. Yeah. And now she's fighting to have grandchildren. Yeah, right. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You're going um, about it the wrong way. Yes. All right. Uh, Here, we'll... Joe, here's some lingerie for your wife. That might have been a little bit more effective. <laughs> I'd have been. And probably would have put him on her good side. <laughs> Poor Joe. God knows what he's or him been on through. Her good side. God knows what he's been through. You know he's, she's telling him how to raise children and oh, you know she man. doesn't know herself. Okay. Take that woman to Australia and, yeah. Get, uh, yeah. and tell her you're in China. But okay. remember that they'll call us from Australia. Well, I'm saying if he goes with the wife to, to Australia, tell the mother you're in China. Yes, good tell the mother you're in China. Yeah, good luck, good luck getting a return, wow. a return on your investment. All right, so we'll end that part here. Now, Margaret, before we do, uh, do you think that she was acting out because she was really hurting that the daughter was living. Absolutely, and in, and, you know, in the worst, meanest possible way. Yeah. I'm not going to miss her. She's been a thorn in my side ever since she was born. Yeah, and, and he's a dolt for marrying her or whatever and he, she adult. called him. What did adult. she call him? An unsuspecting dope takes her off my hands. Wow. Uh, so she had insulted. She says to the kid, basically, I've never loved you, and your husband's a dope. But, boy, do I want access to your children because you owe me. Yeah, I can manipulate them. Absolutely. Horrible, horrible. Yeah, I um, know. Awful we, stuff. Yeah. But this stuff happens and we see it day in and day out. Um, so this poor guy will not be saying that her family loves him. Yeah. <laughs> the unsuspecting dope. But, you know, it's good to have a better understanding that something like this could have been going on in your relationship. Oh, sure. If it was, leave a comment and share your experience. Yes, share your that experience. That people can see, wow. Because you might give some example that would make somebody realize, oh my gosh, that was happening in my situation. I didn't even think about that. But there's always a tension between your partner and your family of origin. And sometimes it gets worked out and people have a great time together. Um... And I'm not going to say any more about this right now, but we're going to do another presentation yep. that's sort of connected. Okay, cool. All right. All right. So hopefully you found this helpful. If you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. 
Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is available for Skype coaching. If you think I can be helpful, please sign up. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.